Welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Welcome to this week's independent music podcast. We started this week with the sounds of Ariax, A-R-Y-A-X-Z. That's what I'm going with on the pronunciation anyway. Her track is called Connection, taken from their new record, Darker World, released on London label Child's Play. Yeah, we're recording this week's podcast uh, on a nice, crisp August bank holiday Monday morning. And yes, I've got, I feel like all the music I've got for this week is quite inappropriate for such a time in the morning but hopefully wherever you are and whatever time you are listening you're enjoying that how you doing anthony Chalmers? i'm doing fine thank you yeah you can be like uh like a patron said with cycling that the mexican disco made him feel like a freshly injected lance armstrong (laughs) (laughs) i mean can you be freshly injected if you're injecting quite as much as uh, lance armstrong (laughs) Was I was going to say allegedly was, but I don't think there's any allegedly yeah. in there, is there? Yeah, don't worry, we don't have to keep the lawyers at bay uh, oh. on that one. Yeah, <laughs> keep the modern retainer uh, for all the uh, dissing of Lance Armstrong that happens on this podcast week in, 
week out. Um, Ariax, yeah, very little information um, about them. Have a couple of splits uh, with Flax, a, a couple of other has a ridiculous remix of um, Britney Spears as Toxic out there on the internet somewhere. But yeah, and Child's Play, like I said, London label, releases music from all over the world. Those got um, Wachita China is the artist who we play now and again on this podcast from Buenos Aires, uh, who is released on that label. And that's probably how they have come into my sort of peripheral. Nice one. We are once again sponsored by the State 51. Thank you, State 51, for your continued support. I just had a look on their website. doesn't seem to be um, too much on the new releases since we've been talking over the last couple of weeks. But I wanted to highlight their factory sessions that they do. They've got a YouTube channel, um, State 51, because they've got a pretty big sort of warehouse in East London. And coming with having so much space, you can just have bands coming in and doing sessions. They've been doing some work with non-classical done some excellent sessions there export import who i went on to book some shows with did a session with them that is absolutely brilliant um and just yeah just have a look they make music videos do filming sessions and stuff like that amongst all the other excellent stuff that they do first one from me i want to play you an artist from ireland called natalia bayliss i was really surprised that we haven't played her on the podcast before i thought that we must have but i just looked and apparently we haven't she is one third of Woven Skull, but really over the last five years, she's done way more solo music, loads and loads of uh, solo releases, mainly in sort of field recordings, drone, folk, ambient, that sort of thing. She has a new record called Mermaids. And I yeah, highly recommend just getting uh, also just lots of just really interesting uh, work that she's done just to do with like I think she did she did something with sounds of a knitting machine. Um, she lives in rural Ireland and just 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 working. I think she's one of the most interesting people making music in Ireland right now. And Woven Skull were always a great Baby Yaga's band and maybe still around. So this is a float in fog and feathers from Natalia Bayliss's new album Mermaids.
Now that's the music that I wanted to hear at this time. Yes, exactly. Um, the, your, your opening track here. Not sure it was, it, it was totally my thing at any time of the day, but especially at this time of the day, uh, especially <laughs> uncertain. <laughs> yes, uh, no, a ni- nice crisp morning requires uh, more pastoral sounds like we just heard. Yeah, that is Afloat in Fog and Feathers by Natalia Bayliss from her new album Mermaids, just coming out on September the 1st um, on Touch Sensitive Records. It says here, It was a rainy day at the recycling centre in Leitrim. There amongst a tangle of of discarded kettles and broken toasters, I first laid eyes on her, a CRB Electronica Ancona model diamond 708E electric keyboard. So found a keyboard (laughs) in the recycling centre, took her home and made the music made the music like this um and I, I said knitting machine before I of course mean sewing machine I was uh, I don't even know like it's not like she's got a sort of a uh, like a sort of like a weave uh, <laughs> like in the in the house a sewing machine the check 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 thing I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me generally that those are machines that do exist they are machines that do exist I feel like you'd be more likely to have a sewing machine than a knitting machine in yeah, the house have a yeah, yeah. Have a loom just like knock it around the corner of the house. A loom—that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you, Gareth. Did, did you I say there was one word for that? Loom, loom. Uh, thank you. Yes, yes. Loom is correct. Loom is correct. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Although I'm sure someone will write in um, submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net. If you go back on Natalia's uh, Bandcamp, she's got 19 releases here, including a bunch of collaborations, uh, and yeah, lots to look back on here with a uh, Gat Max uh, pod favorite. There also, and as much as people that I haven't come across before from 2015 uh, for now. And yeah, Variations on a Sewing Machine from 2021 is the one I was referring to. Long-time listeners to the podcast will know that we're big fans of uh, Kevin Richard Martin, a.k.a. The Bug. I play a lot of his music over the, God... 13 years we've been doing this <laughs> this podcast jesus um yeah yeah it's, uh, it's when do you think time. that we first played him probably episode one it'll be we know what was on episode one do you want to guess first i'll go with seven okay i'm gonna go 12 do you know no no i'm, I'm look i've got it here oh <laughs> okay it's earlier than 51 though it's definitely earlier than fifty-one. It was in the it was in the um, glory days of this podcast. The first wow, we've we played the bug so many times. Thirty-five is the lowest I'm finding so far. Thirty-five. There you go. Um, well, we play him a lot, but he releases a lot of music. And actually, this year we haven't played um, any of his new bug stuff. And he's uh, been releasing quite a lot of EPs this year uh, on his own pressure records. He's got uh, Machine 1, 2, and 3 has just dropped, and it is pretty gnarly. And so, therefore, in keeping with my mood today, gnarly is coming out. Really, really play this loud. This is going to sound absolutely fantastic on a good sound system uh, describes itself here as made to torture rigs and bodies stress cones and mines concrete jungle dubs um yeah this is this is cracking this is um the bug the track is called drop parentheses machine sex
I mean, you can see or you can hear why we've played the bug so much over the last decade or so on this podcast. Always phenomenal, always sort of getting right deep inside your ear canal and sort of shaking you from the inside. Absolutely love it. Um, the bug. Also, I also really enjoy the ending of that. It's almost like East Asian sort of inspired little bit at the end there. Very, very good indeed. Uh, the Bug Drop Machine Sex is the name of the track. It's uh, taken from uh, the EP Machine 3, which is out now via pressure recordings, really hoping for a collection of all those three um, or more on vinyl or something like that later this year. Yeah, I'm sure some sort of box set or, or thing of them will come at some point. And I'm sure when we hear, when we get the next sort of Bug album with MCs on Ninja Tune, it's going to be a collection of you know stuff that's been featuring on these previous machines as various rhythms that uh the bug kind of was drawn to the most yeah it's um, this one particularly this track it says uh, it describes it as a robo jungleist brucking out at quarter speed scaring oh, yeah, imagine thing i don't find like a lot of this machine stuff i don't find it too much brucking out at all actually like i don't know how kev feels about the music himself but like it, it it's all it is rough and tough but it's always so slow <laughs> that yeah. it's just like it's a bit more of more of a sort of you know sleep you know sun head head you know more more of a headbanger i like yeah. i can see why kev has been sort of inching sort of edging towards the metal audiences when i talk to him yeah it says brucking out at quarter speed uh, yeah, was the is second part enough. of that yeah. um yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's Skeng reimagined as a thug hop stomp. I think a stomp is definitely a good word to describe music like what we just heard. And yeah, I can't believe it's actually two years since the last bug record, like quote unquote proper record, like um, the last Ninja Tune one, Fire, came out two years ago now. Uh, two years ago last week, in fact. And yeah, so very much excited for another one. Haven't seen him live for some time. Hopefully he is playing in London. You, you came to my last show with the bug, didn't you? You were at Fabric, Gus. Yeah, no, that was ages ago. It was like at least a year ago. It was uh, about eight months ago, nine months ago. It was uh, November 22. Oh, no, I, I remember exactly when it was because um, it was the end of October, start of November, yeah, because it was when I I came over from the World Cheese Awards direct to that gig. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sort of day I what was What a day, what, what a day. Up, up early, drive to Wales, eat some cheese, drink some mead, drive back watch the bug <laughs> good day good day good day i want to play you the latest single on max tundra it's funny playing the bug and max tundra side by side because they're two producers vaguely a similar age i guess maybe maybe um uh, ben max tundra is a little younger um but been sort of producing music through the sort of late noughties tens the bug on ninja tune max tundra on domino on uh sort of you know pretty sizable uh uh, British uh, indie labels, but just could not be further apart in terms of aesthetic. Max Tundra, if you haven't come across him before, was a sort of really straight on pop act, really. Like nowadays we call it hyper pop. I don't know what they sort of called it uh, back then, particularly, but was always a bit of an outlier on Domino. Uh, everyone was like, man, this guy's got the, the best pop tunes in the whole world. He should be writing for, you know, whatever, whoever's in the charts, be it Britney or Bieber or through the times. And then he, then he just, you know, did did a bunch of albums and then just, you know, he hadn't, he hasn't released a single in 15 years, basically. But um, 
his stock, has, for lack of a better word, has been rising and rising and rising a lot through the label PC Music, who have had huge crossover success uh, producing tracks of Charlie XCX, for example. Alex Cook, who runs PC Music, he was part of the Power Lunches crew when I was running Power Lunches. And he did a DJ set downstairs at Power Lunches where he was only playing his own music. And honestly, every single song sounded like a stadium chart filler. And I, have, I was not surprised at all when he started actually producing tracks of Charlie XCX and Justin Bieber and stuff like that, because that's what his music sounded like. So Max, uh, who's just who lives in London, has uh, he played for me supporting Clipping uh, last year. And actually this track here, a cover of Kate Bush's This Woman's Work, he played it at that show. And he said it was only the second time he'd ever played it. And it went down so well that it sort of made him want to release it. <laughs> so enough yabbering on. We've, we're very delighted to have the return of Max Tundra. And here we go. It's the cover of Kate Bush's This Woman's Work. Sure. 
we go max tundra this woman's work his first single for 15 years how do you enjoy that gareth me well predated the pod in fact (laughs) um how did i enjoy that i wasn't sure where it was going to be honest um until the end the end the ending was extremely satisfactory i would describe that as it was um yeah just built and built and built and built and built for that final explosion is a horrible way of phrasing it but it was yes enjoyed I don't know the original, and I like Kate Bush uh, a lot, and I do like have a lot of her music, but apparently that comes from a film soundtrack in 1988 and was then later released on an album that I don't have. So as far as I'm concerned, um, uh, Max Tundra's version is the definitive one. <laughs> yeah, that, that says uh, as soon as you hear uh, if it's the fir- if the cover is the first one that you heard, then it has to be the definitive. It's like hearing a band's demo of a, a demo of a track, and then you like sort of really love the demo and then when they've come to record it in a studio you're like no, that's just sure not the version that, that's not that that's not the version yeah we've talked about this in the podcast before but probably like 250 episodes ago so you'll be forgiven if you don't know listeners yeah um i mean we repeat ourselves so often on this podcast it's um yeah uh, unsurprising i am going to move to a completely different producer and a completely sort of different style of music. Uh, this is uh, Gallon Tipton. They are uh, from Ohio in the US. Uh, they uh, played them on the pop before. Also, they appeared on the Hulek Plosky uh, records that we played a few weeks ago. It didn't play the track with Gallon on it, but... The Orange Milk, do. please. Uh, that is correct. And yeah, and Gallon's also got a couple of releases on Orange Milk as well so Ungolian to fake meat and loads of other stuff loads of stuff on their bank account. i like that lord of the rings reference there nice one a gallon tipton which one the Ungolian. oh fuck. <laughs> whoosh as you know like, uh, <laughs> as you know though, that, that is not uh, not not my thing um, but yeah this is uh sort of it takes quite a lot of boxes for me particularly one it's pretty weird uh, which also always gets my sort of attention also the description of it Old toys, dusty bones, cartoon Halloween specials, a kitschy horror orchestra sewn together with a dark jazz band. It's gonna, mm. You're nodding. You're nodding. <laughs> yeah. You're nodding. I mean, I, I think it could be like whatever mood takes you. But let's see. Let's see how we feel about it. It's a, a fantastic record, a beautifully called uh, "Scare Package." This is Gallon Tipton. Track is called "Ghost Fly Parade." Thank you. 
was just getting going, Gaz. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole record of it uh, for you, mate. If you if you like, Gallon Tipton uh, Ghostfly Parade track uh, is the name of the track. Take from the album Scare Package, uh, self release as far as I'm aware. The yeah, I was sort of like thinking and sort of reflecting on it a little bit, and it's like if Fantasia was made today. That sort of the music I'd expect to be there. I mean, I'm sure Disney, in their infinite wisdom, are making a live action remake of Fantasia. And I'm pretty certain the music's not going to sound like that. I'm they better 100%. still have the iconic music from the actual original Fantasia if they were to do such a thing. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, I'm telling a joke, but I haven't actually Googled <laughs> to see whether this is actually happening because, I mean, I'm sure in the world of original filmmaking, a Fantasia remake, live action remake is right up there. Really looking forward to the March of the Elephants um, bit, <laughs> yeah. particularly. But you know, if I was making Fantasia, I would probably have it soundtrack by Gallon Tipton. The, uh, that, that, that it's just like got all those hints of sort of like broken toy orchestra, the sort of the dark jazz bits to it as well. That sort of deep brass and dark, yeah, mate. Um, well into it. Could be a DJ set back to back with the Horror House of uh, of Kathmandu. Oh, <laughs> now we're talking real music. <laughs> That's what we're talking. That's what we're talking about. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's what I, I talked a little bit about it before. Um, not really much more to add to that. Like, like I say, a couple of releases on Orange Mill, loads on uh, their own Bandcamp as well. Um, yeah, it's uh, so if you just Google for Gallon Tipton, you will be able to find lots of that. Um, yeah, well worth checking out. Nice. This is the last one before we move to the patron only section. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If you're not on the patron feed, you should be. We get you get the full podcast, five pounds a month. We've got a great community of uh, uh, experimental music fans. We have another person uh, joining. In fact, we have, I think we have a couple of people. To we have to three, three this yeah. week. Who have we uh, got there, Gareth? I'm really going to have to apologise already for the pronunciation on this, but we've got Vessel for Broke, uh, Steve Bock and Dorian Lloyd all joining us this week. Thank you so much for your support and for helping this podcast keep going to more ears. I promise you I've got some very fun stuff for the patron section this week. Nice. Yeah, Vessel uh, was the producer. He played on the podcast uh, last week in the patron section, Dorian Lloyd. Dorian has been sending me so much fantastic music over the years, mentioned on the podcast recently on the Slouse and Malone, the first, but also like um, novel group disease that he sent me a few years ago is an absolute stable of the Babi Yagas between band players. And I just, I absolutely love it. That song is the bounciest and most brilliant song. So anyway, thank you very much, everyone, for joining the patron. If you want to get in touch, submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net is the place to go. Listen to all the music that comes through there. I've got another submission coming in the patron-only section. And thank you again to State 51 for your continued support. I'm going to play you um, a new release on the Thrill Jockey Records. We've got some psychedelic folk by the wonderful Sally Ann Morgan. She's part of the Black Twig Pickers. It's a, uh, a folk trio. Um, I had one of the other members of violinist, the fiddle player, playing for me in London this year. And uh, yeah, they, they are fantastic. We're sort of associated with pelt, like sort of very much bluegrass, uh, but sort of more in a sort of modern acidy bluegrass while still giving the, a lot of the, the sort of traditional feel for it here. So she has a new record, which is called Carrying, and I'm going to play you the first single that's called Awake. We'll see you next week, non-patrons. And patrons, we'll see you in four minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> 